Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee, which I'm actually still partly creating here. Scooping out this delicious froth half and half into the cup. There we go. Mm, yummy! Yay! Uh, today is Tuesday, January 28th. And today is a good day. I mean, oops, I just stepped on my um, little microphone fuzzy. Oh no, is there a word for this thing? You know, the little spongy thing that goes over the top of the microphone. I might be making the sound weird. Fixing, hold your ears. No, that may have made like a scrapey, scrapey noise. There! Goes on the microphone and not on the floor. Hopefully that was a useful... Uh, it would be interesting. I'll have to listen <laughs> if there's a difference. I see some of the uh, people on the Frolic Media Podcast Network. There's a Slack channel for them. And... Um, you know, they have conversations. There's like a whole channel for like equipment chats and, you know, talking about different kinds of microphones to use and advice and how to get crisper sound and all of this. And I feel like such a slacker. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I have my little Movo mic that I clip to my uh, waistband as I pace around <laughs> the house or out in the garden. Um, but you guys love me anyway, right? Right. Thank you. So I had an exciting thing this morning. I posted to social media um, that I got tagged on an Instagram post that this gal, Kelsey U took that has um, at Powell's Books, which is a wonderful bookstore in Portland. I've been to Powell's. In fact, when we went to Portland, it was like top of our list to go <laughs> to Powell's. And... She took, a, it's actually a beautifully composed photo too, but a photo of the um, gold room at Powell's, which I don't know what that means. It's probably been there long enough, been long enough since I've been there that I don't recall or didn't pay attention. But it shows the new and recommended in sci-fi fantasy. And it's got Orchitron right there in the middle. And it has a staff pick sign on it. And I can't read it because if you zoom in, the resolutions are not good enough. So it's like, damn, damn, I really want to read my staff pick, what they said about it. But it's so exciting. Uh, David asked me if, when, because it was with him that I first went to Powell's. We were out in Portland for a trip. And for him, for a business trip, fairly early in our relationship. So that might have been, who knows, 25 years ago. Time flies. But he asked me if when we were there in Powell's, if it had occurred to me to that I would see that, that I would see my book as a staff pick there. And I said, I don't know. I said, I might have dreamed about it. Because, I mean, don't. Don't we all do that, those of us who... I think even when I was 
before I thought about writing fiction, which I certainly would have been at that point. I was not thinking about writing fiction. I might have been thinking about writing nonfiction, depending on when we were there. I might have been an essayist still, because I didn't switch over to writing fiction until like 2007, something like that. 2006, maybe? 2005? Somewhere in there. I just, 2007 sticks out in my mind. But So I don't think it would have occurred to me to look at the recommended fantasy. But I think um, even when we are readers and we you know, go into that vast candy store that is the bookstore, that we look around and think, oh, wouldn't it be wonderful if... So yeah, seeing the staff pick on my book is just um, really just a wonderful little boost. Yay! So I'm, I'm a little bit later on getting uh, my podcast done because I was sharing that on social media and busy cropping the photo and dancing about. <laughs> and I had even this morning gone to great trouble to create a photo um, collage of my proof pages for the Fiery Crown. And I was going to use those on the podcast today. But then I got tagged on this photo from Powell. So I think I'm going to be using that puppy today. Uh, We'll save my beautiful composition for tomorrow. I don't often try to do the full Instagram post composition. But I thought I would do it for the Fiery Crown proof pages because I've been meaning to do a photo of the cover flat too. So it seemed like that all kind of came together. And I even dug out accessories. So that's what I'm doing today. Um, Yesterday I wrote up three different book proposals, project proposals, because they probably all would be series, for Sarah. Um, I did, um, what was that, on Saturday, I got on video chat with uh, Dorinda Jones, who is... um, lovely and generous and a much better pre-plotter than I am. And we talked out some, I told her, I need some plots. <laughs> and she's like, what? <laughs> I was like, I know. <laughs> Shut up and help me. <laughs> uh, you know, I can, it's so funny. I can do it if I talk it through with somebody. If I say, okay, here are my characters and here's the conflict and here's the premise and the scenario. Now, what could happen in this book you know, and then Dorinda has, you know, great ideas because she's very good at at the mechanics of plot. You know, and she was giving me advice and she said, here are the things that I always try to include in my books. And I'm like, you know, you people who think about these things are so interesting to me. It's like, but once she says it, then I can kind of think about it. She's like, you know, look, what would be another, you know, these questions to seed into it and so we came up with a couple of plots for these story ideas I had. Uh, I can't explain to you why I can have a story idea that is doesn't have a plot. But I can talk it through. And so I wrote up 
all three of those yesterday, and they're just initial stages things, but that way um, Sarah can tear into them and we could talk about what are worthwhile and what we could um, tweak and so forth. And then yesterday evening, the pages, proof pages for Fiery Crown came. I did have a PDF, but I decided to wait for the paper. Um, it, alas, Leslie Penelope, there are no three-hole punches in my paper. So I'm just going to have to trip over dogs with my loose-leaf pages. <laughs> so it's perfect timing because I get to um, read through. This will be my final read of Fiery Crown, and I can read through and then go straight into writing The Promised Queen. It works. This will help me immerse in the story and the world again and get that thread going. Um, Editor Jenny just wants the proof pages back by February 7th. So I have plenty of time to get them done. The tricky bit is, is there's like 10 blank pages at the end of Fiery Crown. It has to do with the way they print the pages and the balance and so forth. And so we've got 10 pages at the end that she really wants to put um, a teaser for the promised queen in there, which obviously I haven't started writing yet. I'm just starting to write. I, I think I'm my opening line. <laughs> There's a start. Um, so 10 pages is about 3,000 words. Is that right? I think, um, yeah, well, a little, yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. So clearly I can write that many words between now and February 7th. It's just how much they'll stick and how good they are will be the question. But Jenny will go over them and tweak them and so forth. So I think it's doable. She hadn't asked me before we got to this, and I said, oh, yeah, I was just going to get ready to write. Promised Queen, so getting the page proofs now is perfect. And she said, oh, so, by the way. <laughs> so, so we'll see. I'm hoping to start writing on the Promised Queen by Thursday. Yeah. So, that's exciting. Still nothing back from my copy editor on Fate of the Tala. Sorry. I know that... Um, Yesterday or today was meant to be the release day, but it's it'll probably it's probably not going to be this week at this point, and unless a miracle happens, it'll probably be next week. <sighs> February, February sounds like a great month, don't you think? Fate, February, yeah. Here we are. Let's see. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was speaking of Leslie Penelope I did go back and start watching more of Soundtrack again which Leslie's brother is in. Leslie had left me a comment at some point saying that she got uh, why I was dubious about the romance in it and that I felt a little bait, you know, like it was a bit of a bait and switch. But she encouraged me to keep going because she thought that the way the story was told was really interesting and really satisfying by the end. And so I've been watching that 
you know, David just isn't into it. It's just not working for him. So I've been watching it when, like, he's cooking dinner or something and I'm relaxing. Which it means that I'm not reading as much, but there we are. But it is an interesting show. Um, I'm up to, like, episode six, I think. And it's definitely working better for me that those later episodes have more of the classic uh, pop and rock songs. They are the ones. It, it, I had said early on when I first started watching it that having it be newer music, I just didn't have the emotional connection to it, which I felt like is, you know, was a little bit my failing. I, I wish I had more connection to newer music, but I just don't. Whereas these um, older, epi- or not older episodes, these later episodes, um, with especially with some of the older characters too, are using songs. And it's interesting because even though they aren't songs with which I have, that I would never say they were my favorite song, they've been around so much in my life that I do have an emotional connection to them. I do have a strong reaction. And it really does enrich the show for me. So I really liked that they started going into the backstory of what had happened with the parents and with the extended families. And I'm enjoying the interweaving. And now we've gotten to the part with um, Nellie's book. And I can see how all of this is kind of um, is a frame. And so that's it. You're right, Leslie. It's very cool storytelling. And I'm enjoying the show very much. Um, it's interesting since I was talking about that yesterday with Netflix and some of these shows just take longer to pull you in and they're asking more of us. And I think that that's good. I think that's good overall that um, that they are asking more of us and asking us to invest and commit. Um, hopefully people will do it. <laughs> um you know, one of my things with soundtrack, and I've sort of been investigating myself some on this, is that I just am so uncomfortable with Dante's storyline. Um, Dante is the brother who has very recently gotten out of prison, and, you know, he was involved in gang activity. And And I know that this is a very realistic thing that, you know, this is part of what growing up in particular neighborhoods is like. And uh, I know that there are all sorts of people who face these pressures and that it's absolutely, you know, my privilege that I didn't grow up around those kinds of pressures. (laughs) But I hate it so much. (laughs) Uh, And I know, uh, you know, it's funny because I keep thinking, well, you know, am I just so privileged that I feel like I could say, oh, I don't want to be, I don't like that story. I don't want to hear about that story. You know, it probably is. But it it stresses me out. I'm so worried that Dante is going <laughs> to screw up and uh, disappoint everyone, you know. And it's so hard for him. And, you know, his mom's, I, I, you know, the story's well told because I get everyone's perspective that his mom is so worried that he's going to screw up again and that she's not really giving him a fair chance. And uh, so, 
But I, I like it that there are more <laughs> storylines than Dante's. This is like always my thing, you know. I get, um, I'm just such a fragile flower. I just can't handle certain things. <laughs> and I don't enjoy the story if it's stressing me out like that. And and it's so like my mother. I mean, my mother will get up and leave the room. She can't watch certain things. And so I guess we are privileged, privileged princesses. Uh, but I guess you know we we think try to face it, and also it's entertainment ostensibly, you know. So I do think there's a line. It's that like what what do you when do you force yourself to grow and when you say, hey, it's okay to step away because this is supposed to be relaxing and entertaining. But I really do like soundtrack. And if you gave up after the first couple of episodes, um, I I definitely think it's worth going back to because the, the story is um, growing richer and more complex and more meaningful as, as it progresses. So, that's where I stand now. Um, if any of you are in Portland, Oregon, <laughs> and go by Powell's Bookstore, get a photo of that um, staff pick sign for me, because I would love to see what it actually says. Um, I mean, I guess I don't need to. It would just be an ego stroke, but it would be nice, huh? So, I'm going to get to work reading. And I will yeah, loop back around to you all on Thursday. Tomorrow, um, I'm going to blog. I'm going to answer some reader questions. I've been getting a few reader questions via email. So I'm going to answer those on the blog tomorrow. So if you have questions, now is a good time to send them. And I'll answer a bunch at once. My nose is running today. I don't know why. It just started when I sat down. I probably poofed up some dust or something. So anyway, first cup of coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. And you can find other podcasts you will love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all on Thursday. Take care. Bye-bye.